brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. Welcome to Honest Money. We're, uh, I'm very excited today because we're talking about something that's really close to my heart, which is uh, investing and, and especially directing this to, to, to explaining investing and some of the key points of, of investing to, to younger investors. And, and you might not be a young investor, but you might know someone that needs it, or you might be the youngster going, hang on, uh, I need some ammo here. I need to understand how this whole thing works. Uh, and and so we're we're going to be talking quite quite specifically about some topics around that. Uh, and I, I'm I'm very glad to have uh, Gabriel Boerter back. Gabriel's from Press Invest Management, uh, Business Development Manager. Thanks so much for joining us. Awesome, Warren. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. So, so Gabriel, um, you know, we we don't uh, we don't like jargon on honest money. So, uh, so when we talk about uh, tips for investing, one of the things that I want to kind of just expand on quite a bit is how, and it sounds so obvious to say it, but it's such a powerful thing. So, how does time and money and and maybe time and investing work? And uh, you know, just to put, get it get it out the way fast, uh, we're talking about something that the, in the textbooks they would say is the time value of money. Uh, but, but I think we need to kind of take that as a as a big um, phrase and actually break it down into its components. So, so uh, the, uh, you know, I'm I'm not good at this stuff, so I've decided I'm going to hand it over to you and and let you kick off. Well, well, thanks, Warren. I'll try my best. Huh? Um, so yes, it's a technical term. You can overcomplicate it to to an extreme amount, but we're going to aim to simplify it a lot. Basically, time value of money for the man in the street it means well, the, that a random amount today is worth more than a random amount in the future. And this basically comes from three factors that's built into all these calculations. And it basically comes from opportunity costs, basically saying with today's money, I can choose to either invest it or I can choose to spend it. If I spend it, then it's foregone opportunity costs on, on, on my money. Um, so, for example, if I spend 50,000 Rand on a holiday last December, markets grew by 10%. It's a lost 5,000 Rand that I'll never get back. So that's opportunity cost. Obviously, uh, saying opportunity cost within time value of money and how time relates to money is that foregone time or foregone time with not investing is also an opportunity cost as you're delaying the investment process. So that's the first real thinker of, of time value of money is the opportunity cost for the investor. Then I would say the second most important factor is inflation. Um, the, 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 that goes back to the idea of that a random amount today is worth more than a random amount in the future. So as we all know, inflation is the, the um, loss of purchasing power of your money. I mean, when you go to checkers or pick and pay or woolies, uh, with a hundred bucks today, you can hardly fill up a, a basket or, or a small little bag. But 10 years ago, a hundred bucks could maybe buy two bags or three bags, depending on what, what the rand was worth in. So that's inflation. It's kind of like the silent, silent uh, loss of purchasing power. And it also creates a fictitious, fictitious like illusion of wealth. Uh, we've all heard around a braai, um Someone says, yeah, I sold my house for 2 million rand, but I bought it a few years ago for 500,000. What an amazing investment. And, and that story about inflation, if that growth over that time did not keep up with inflation, you actually lost money. Um, so, so that's also kind of your second most important factor in, in time value of money. 
And then your third one, I would say, is, is risk that's built into it. Obviously, there's a lot of different choices of risk. You can go very conservative with a, a low return on your capital or high risk. But then you need to find that balance. Do you want to go too high and maybe risk losing capital or too low? And then you risk not achieving your investment goals. So I would say those are the three elements that, that creates time value of money. And, and it's quite easy to think about, but it can become quite complex. So, so I, I like the way you've done that. I actually, while you were talking, I was busy writing them down because you know I can't I can't remember what I had for supper last night, for let alone uh, financial terms. But uh, so, so I want to talk. Uh, let's maybe start with your second one uh, first. So, so inflation, uh, and 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 you're right. You, you know, in inflation for me, I always think of it as the the silent assassin. You know, the silent killer, because oh, we we, we don't get a headline that kind of goes. You know, Warren, your 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 cost of living has suddenly just you know gone up by thirty percent. The the only way I know my cost of living has gone up is when I I take my my monthly income and I try and buy stuff and I and I can afford a bit less than what I could, um, you know, last month, yeah. last year, and five years ago, uh, and and so it it's not the same it, and it doesn't create the same kind of urgency as when the stock market rises or drops or or we see the rand moving in big uh, in big swings because. There is no major headline screaming at you about your cost of living. It's something that you feel gradually, and all of a sudden you kind of wake up and you go, "Wow!" Like it, it, you know, it's half my salary just to fill up my car. Um, and and exactly. by then, you haven't you haven't done anything about it, and it's too late. So, so I, I mean, I think you know, if you said to me, for for people that are living off their their capital, you know, you've hit financial freedom, you you won the lottery, you sold your tech business, well done. Now now you're sitting there living off your money. What's the thing that keeps me awake about people in that position? It's inflation, because that's the thing that that, that just gradually erodes the buying power of your money, and no one's telling you about it. And and by the time you realize, it's just too late. And and so I think it's a powerful I component. I think an awesome nugget just of, of wisdom there is for the listeners is just to think in terms of real returns. So that's also a theoretical term, but to explain it is you have your nominal return. So for example, your investment gave you 10% for this year. If inflation was 6%, it means your real return was 4% on your money. So it's very important for the investors just to Keep in mind that inflation is, is taking away the power of their money and investing is increasing it. So as long as your rate of, of investment is higher than inflation, you're winning. And, and I think it's, a, um, you know, especially in times like now where, where uh, if you've got some cash and you're looking at interest rates and, you know, the bank says, uh, put your money on deposit with us and we'll give you 9% a year. And, you, you know, you feel like a hero because you can put in the bank, uh, you get your 9%. It never goes down. It goes, you know, day after day, week after week, month after month. You keep looking at your your banking profile, and you just see the money ticking over, and it's growing, and you just feel so good because you're not seeing a loss. Uh, and 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 if you don't understand real growth, if you don't understand growth above inflation, uh, you will not understand that 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 certainty, that guaranteed interest rate that you're getting, what what it is actually guaranteeing is that you're not growing your money faster than inflation. The certainty comes at an enormous cost. Uh, why do we say that? Because 9% is great. 9% might not be the inflation rate. I can't even remember what the inflation rates are, but let's say it's 7 or 8% at the moment. 6.8 uh, in SA. 
Okay, there we go. To, uh, ask the numbers guy. Uh, and so, uh, so now you're getting, uh, you know, if, you, if we're talking about uh, 6.8 um, and you say, and I'm saying you can lock in nine, you know, then you're getting a 2.2% what, what you would perceive to be a real return. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, one thing about guaranteed returns on interest, uh, earning interest, lovely to, to see. What you mustn't forget is you pay tax on the interest. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're giving away out of your 9%, most of us will be giving away 2 or 3% a year to our beloved friends at SARS. And then all of a sudden, uh, you, you're banking 6% after tax. Inflation is at 6.8. Gabriel just told us. That's why I sound so clever now. Uh, and, and we're going backwards. The buying power of the money is actually getting eroded by what seems like a small amount today. But what happens is that small amount does this. And then your, your buying power is just gone. So, so it's a key point that that, that you're making, Carbell. I agree with you. Is, uh, you know, in, inflation. Uh, we need to understand inflation both in our context and then maybe with with our investment. So, so let's just jump because what, one of the things that's amazing is when you show South African, uh, you know, their global investments, and you say, gee, your your you know your global balanced fund grew by five uh, percent a year in dollars for the last decade. You can always see a South African investor's face because it's just not impressed. They just look at this and they go, "This is rubbish." Yeah. Uh, Why well, no? Yeah, yeah. Then you say, "But remember, not right now, but over most of the last decade, your inflation rate in America was two percent, and you've been getting three percent more than that." So, so be careful that you judge your investments correctly and real return. Yes, it's jargon. But it's powerful. It's something you need to know. It, you know, in inflation. It, it, once you can understand inflation and make it work for or against you, you you start to really arm yourself to make some smart decisions and maybe to avoid the the the, the less smart ones. I don't want to say the dumb decisions. We, uh, uh, but, but those are the things we need to figure out around inflation. It is a key part of this time value of money. Uh, so, so I want to jump to to uh, opportunity yeah. cost because I think it's. Uh, you, you made the point beautifully. So, so opportunity cost. Uh, you, you know, it's I, I'm I'm biased, right? I like holidays. So, so if you said to me, you've spent fifty grand on holidays, uh, what a waste! I'm going to say, well, I don't know, Gabriel. I've got a return on life, and and that's true. That that, that so I spent money. Yeah. I, I've got experiences. Those are banked. Hopefully, that will make me a better human and a better investment investor one day. But uh, equally, putting that fifty grand into the stock market and hopefully the stock market does well in five years time that that could have been worth 90 grand and that difference between the 50 i've put in now the 90 grand in five years time that's forty thousand bucks that's the opportunity cost of the holiday i had that's what you're saying it's not it's not the physical cash that i just laid out today it's what that cash could do uh in in, yeah. in years from now and that okay. um that opportunity cost also compounds so it's it's a long term effect that it that it can have. And then to, maybe to stay on your point around this uh, is uh, let, let, let's look at uh, my example: putting nine nine percent in the bank, and you lock it in, and you feel great. Uh, the, uh, equally, opportunity cost is I could have I could have invested that money in the stock market and and banked myself twelve percent a year for the next uh, the, the next decade and that difference of growth doesn't sound like a lot over a year you know it's, it's what's the difference it's three percent what do you why are we talking yeah. about this but three percent on top of three percent on top of three percent for the next 10 20 years and all of a sudden we're talking about the difference between 
buying, uh, you know, buying a caravan and buying a house on Clifton Beach. That's the difference. That's how much these yeah. things can compound. And that's also opportunity cost. That's that's the opportunity cost or the second part of delayed investing. The longer you take to start, the longer our, our eighth wonder of the world compound interest kicks in. So it's just a, it's kind of giving you a hiding for delaying your investing for long term. Um, and that's just the way money works. So, so then let's jump to, uh, to, to risk, because I think we're, we're touching risk across all of these things as well. Uh, and, and I think you, you, you make a good point uh, at the start of this, which was uh, now we understand what opportunity cost is and we look at risk and, and there is a risk in being too aggressive with your investments. The, you know, that, that it's understanding that, uh, you know, if, if I, if I'm, you know, 70 years old and, and living off my money and I put it all into the stock market, uh, and, and, you know, um, I, I believe the stock market's the thing that's going get, to get me the best growth. Well done. That's probably true. But when you're living off your money and the stock market drops by 30%, which it does very often, and you're now drawing from mm. that, uh, all of a sudden, that doesn't feel so clever anymore. So, so now there's the, the, the yeah. chance, that, you know, to say, yes, I want growth. That's great. We, we all want growth. Understand the other side of that coin is risk. Uh, and and I think your your point is well made there. We should focus on risk first, and then how do we get rewarded for that risk? And sometimes we shouldn't take the risk. Sometimes we need to be a little bit cautious. Not not always I, aggressive. I like to think about when, when investing, align your risk with your investment goals. For example, if you have a goal to go on holiday within a year or two and you're saving for this goal profusely, you don't want something that's extremely risky. You might not make your goal. But if you have something, well, in current environments can, can achieve an easy 8, 9 or 10%, that, that's much better at a low level of risk. But if you are on 8, 9, 10% and you investing or your goal is in 50 years time, you you have time to take the risk and you probably should otherwise you might might not make your long term goal yeah yep, absolutely and and i think that i think so now we now we're adding time horizon uh to to risk and i think that those are the that's the golden recipe so so when you've got a goal that is for 3 months to 3 years my view i'm not putting words in Gabriel's mouth but my view is 3 months to 3 years you, you should really not be taking a, a stock market risk. You need to say to yourself, I'm no. going to lock in the, the highest rate of interest I can get. Uh, I, I need mm -hmm. as much certainty as I can get. And, and, and you know, th then certainty is the right thing. And therefore, taking very little risk is the right thing. To Gabriel's point, if you've got a 20-year goal, um, most of us can't think in 50-year periods, Gabriel. So we have to make it more, more accessible. So let's go 20 years time. If we've got a goal for 20 years time, we want to hit financial freedom, we want to go and sit on the beach and do nothing, uh, th th then you cannot afford to be too conservative with your money. You have to take the risk uh, because the, the most growth you're going to get are from the things that go up and down like a roller coaster. It's usually the stock market and you know add a bit of uh, mm. uh, property companies, uh, add a little bit of bonds if you want. But but the bulk of what you've got are in productive assets, growth assets like like shares and 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 listed property companies, and and that comes with this roller coaster ride of the risk. But but actually uh, at, at a point in time uh, it becomes hugely rewarding, and the point in time is. Five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, and and letting that ride, th there is very little opportunity cost to the risk 
if you stay invested and you keep going for for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah. Touching on that risk as well is is, for example, equities over a long period of time has shown to beat inflation quite comfortably, and and as we discussed, that inflation is all investors. It's your biggest risk. Um, so for the long term, definitely you need to plan and and ensure that you're beating inflation with your investments. Uh, that that's just the basic of long term investing. Uh, I would say for your short term investing, um, not only aligning your goals with your risks, but um, ensure that your your basic personal finance is in order. For example, if you've got a, a credit that that's ramping up in current interest rate environments, it could be high d double digits, maybe 18, 19, 20 percent on, on credit from accounts, etc. If you are paying that in, in credit and, and to, to other institutions, but you're still saving at nine percent, you're effectively losing money. So I would say in the short term, ensure that your personal finances are in order. Get rid of your bad debt and, and yeah. then start thinking about long term investing, inflation beating returns. Yeah. It's actually such a powerful point. And you're right. We should have almost started with that. It's, a, it's, it's such a key, uh, a key thing is, you know, uh, you know, paying, paying the banks or the credit card companies at 20, 25 percent a year. Um, and and then aiming to get twelve percent a year from shares, uh, it, it it's just yeah. never going to work for you. Uh, so so uh, I, I like I like to look at debt like that, you know, especially when it's you know above ten percent. It's the same. So every extra rand that you can put into settling that debt, it to me it's like it's like looking at it like a tax free return. It's a guaranteed tax free exactly. return. You know? Uh, so, so I, I love your point there, uh, Gabriel. We, we're um, we're we're out of time, so um, I, I wanted to give you the chance to to wrap up there and see if there was a. Um, I mean, I think you've you've broken this down beautifully, but but um, any other points that we should cover with the, with this uh, the, the time value money uh, concept that we've now explained so beautifully. I think we touch on the most important factors. I just pe uh, people can use it for personal finance. There's a lot of various ways of using this and i think it's important for people just to play around with it maybe try excel maybe see and fi uh, find out where you can find these personal finance excel tools um or just play around on youtube kind of learn more about the topic how to do the calculations and then maybe how to implement it but regarding all of the the aspects of time value of money i think we've simplified it to help the investor out there and uh and I think, you know, also just to understand that there, there are some really great uh, calculators out there now that help you with these online, you know. So so if you if you heard Excel and you got scared, uh, don't, don't worry, uh, you know, you can look at sort of compound growth calculators as well. Um, you know, there really are there really are are, are some good ones. And, and I, I don't think it's going to take long before we've got a really smart calculator that's driven by some some uh, some clever AI engine that tells us we can just write stuff in plain language and, and we'll get it. We'll get a decent sum. Uh, Gabriel Buerta, thank you so much for joining us. It was a real pleasure to have you on the show again. Awesome. Thanks, Warren. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP.